Welcome to Real ROI, the podcast for Australian marketing and automation with your hosts, Miles Agnew and Philip Parises. Welcome to Real ROI. I'm your host, Miles Agnew. I'm joined by Philip Parises. And uh, today we're going to talk about Facebook offers and the new affiliate system e-commerce platform that I'm using. Awesome. Uh, welcome again, Miles, and uh, with another, I think this is our third episode. Yeah, we're going really good. We are going really good. We are going really good. Uh, we are busy people, but uh, these podcasts are fun. I'm enjoying uh, actually talking to you and talking to everyone out there. Um, we've got some awesome feedback so far from um, not our friends, so we know it's actually working. It, the podcasts are giving people information. We did go to um, an event over the weekend and some people uh, knew us from the podcast and said um, how uh, valuable that, the information we've given them, given them already, which is awesome. We're only two podcasts in. Yeah, that's right. And um, uh, we're changing the format slightly this week. We're just going to do two topics and we're, uh, we're going to go into the topics a little bit more. So, uh, Phil, without further ado, tell us about Facebook offers. Okay, so my new baby I am using, my advertising baby, I should say, is Facebook offers. Uh, Facebook was kind enough after a few emails and a few swear words to ask them why they're not giving me an opportunity to send out offers to my clients on my Facebook page. This is a page uh, primarily for luxurycases.com.au. My account is over $60,000 or so plus um, a month with other people I'm um, doing advertising for, etc. So I was, I was basically, I was basically asking, hey, how come I can't get this? And um, you're giving it to everyone else. That's not a bit fair. Uh, they didn't respond for three weeks. Um, and um, surprisingly, today when I logged in, I had this magic button that popped up and just said, hey, Facebook offers. And um, I got very excited. So what I thought I'll do is get straight into it and see what I can do. So how does it work, Facebook offers? Um, I'm, I'm sure Facebook is rolling this out slowly across all Facebook pages, so your business pages, etc. Um, so if you do have a business page, this should this should appear very soon. Yeah. Um, if you, I, I think you know, I know, I, yeah, I know why uh, a lot of people aren't probably seeing it. You've got to have a certain amount of likes. I see. And, and I don't know the exact um, amount. All I know is the ones that I have more than 500 likes, I have the offer and the event option. That's interesting. I have a page um, which is 22,000 people and it does not have um, offer. Okay, that's interesting. Exactly right. That's why I, uh, I basically called up the sales rep and say, what's going on? Yeah, because I, I just went through some of mine just as you were talking and I could see that the ones that had, you know, quite a fair amount of likes um, had the offer, but the smaller ones that have only just started don't have that option. That's interesting because um, I think Luxury Cases is only up to 400 people too, so it's not a massive uh, a massive page as yet, but it will get there. It will get built up as we get more clients and uh, more ads out there, that's for sure. But um, So the first thing I did was, of course, press the offer button, see how it works. Uh, I threw in, uh, I threw in a, a page where you can find information about the offer and actually added in there the, the coupon that goes with the offer um, straight from a Magento cart. Very easy to create um, a coupon for the offer. So I'm giving it a try. Um, I'll, I'll report more on it next week, but I was, I was just very excited that it, it did come out and um, I can see it and I've started using it. I will report next week and tell you how I'm going. Um, so far, I've had 17 people take up the offers, which is, which is 
awesome, which is a uh, 30% off. And let me tell you, a lot of people that are using that 30%, surprise, surprise, are, uh, are for iPhone 5 cases. Oh, very nice. So um, that's Facebook offers. I wanted to keep my uh, subject short because I'm still testing it. Not sure if it, if it works well for all businesses at the moment. I'm sure with Summit coming, um, travel travel industry would be good. Um, I guess you can't have to, uh, advertise the alcohol on Facebook exactly, but uh, you can find ways around um, different sort of advertising strategies and I'll build up a strategy next week and share it with everyone on the podcast. Uh, that's very interesting. Tell me about the alcohol advertising. I'm a, I've been seeing a lot of ads or a lot of like posts from American Honey, the yep. uh, bourbon makers. So what's the crackdown on alcohol advertising? So uh, so Facebook is, is trying to uh, do a couple of things at the moment. First of all, uh, make more money, of course. So they're allowing a lot of people to advertise. And then what they are also doing is um, uh, stopping a lot of people from advertising also from uh, banning, obviously, gambling, um, alcohol, and some other certain, certain topics. And um, uh, obviously, there's no, there's no uh, lotteries anymore on Facebook, like, you know, uh, click here to win the lotto, how to win the lotto, etc., or any other silly affiliate offer that might come up. Not that the lottery one's a silly offer. I'm just saying there's, we've seen some shockers over the last couple of months. And um, yeah, so with alcohol, they're allowing it from American advertising. The Australian advertising, I tried with a, with an actual new client and they've rejected every single ad um, and they've been telling us that it's against um, the Facebook policy. Oh, that's very interesting. Uh, in Australia, I guess... A couple of groups that I follow is uh, American Honey, which is a bourbon manufacturer. A couple Wonder of, why. Wonder why. A couple of beer places. And uh, Jimmy Brings It. And if you haven't heard of Jimmy Brings It, their business model is to bring you alcohol. Mm-hmm. And they've sort of just disappeared. I don't know where they've gone. They were in my news feed, and now they... I don't know what's happened. I haven't unliked them or anything. They just disappeared. So I would have... And when you started to mention the alcohol, I thought, hey, put, put those two things together and see what's happened. But uh, yeah, definitely. But uh, bringing it back to the offers, I actually tried an offer on my hosting company's um, Facebook page. Um, wasn't a huge success. I didn't have a really great offer. Uh, it was just uh, .pro domains for five bucks. I thought I'd give away a few .pro domains for five bucks. I had six claims. Uh, out of those six people that claimed, uh, three of them ordered over ten domains, so that was really good. I, I ordered a few. Yes, you certainly did. So And <laughs> basically, you just... Yeah, people claimed on it, but um, obviously, based on my numbers and the offer, I could have it certainly worded it better, but it, it's a start to use the offer to actually, you know, get some people and get some sales through the door. Exactly, which is obviously the point to anyone making money online or has a business online. Um, try and get those first people uh, through the door. It's very important to mention that you're not just trying to sell for a profit um, at the first sale. When you're trying to uh, break the ice with a new client or someone on your website, offering something for free, as we've mentioned before, but also offering something, maybe a loss leader. I mean, you can, uh, I'm not sure if you've made it, you made any money on your offer miles, but if, if I sold a domain for $1, even though it's probably costing me $6, I've actually, I've actually broken that, that untrustworthy mold of, um, 
hey, I've never done business with this uh, person before. So all of a sudden, that $1 transaction has turned into uh, a trust relationship between a new client and my business or your business, uh, for example. And um, so they'll be prepared next year the registration fee will go back to you know the normal price of say eight to nine dollars, and uh, of course you can um, sell them different things because um, they trust you that you've had their credit card or they've paid through PayPal, but that trust element is now there. You've built that rapport through through a transaction, a dollar transaction um, or a fifty cent transaction. It does not matter how much it is. It's always important to make sure that. You get a credit card or a paper a payment out of the person. Very important tip there. Yeah, definitely. And I can tell you now, the average customer on my database has at least five different products or services with me. So, exactly. And and what do they start off with? It usually starts off with a domain name. Yep. And it could be anything from hosting, uh, consulting, uh, script manufacturing or modification, SEO. There's you know there's a gamut of other upsell products and I don't physically you know hit them with an email and try and upsell them every time it's just uh, are you having problems with this or I give them a little tip on you know how to increase their Google rankings and they go oh that's really good but I don't have time for this why don't you do it for me so and and that's the perfect way to obviously um, be a value add provider Um, I remember in the hosting game uh, the most profit I actually earned besides obviously the co-location and the dedicated servers was the value added services of cPanel one of the first to have cPanels in Australia. I know cPanels everywhere now, but if 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 you're a hosting provider back then, you'll know cPanel used to cost almost $150 per server to actually put there. I was um I was running. I introduced the cPanel system for like about 30 bucks in in Australia at the time. So that was a value add. So you, people came to us for a dedicated server, a co-located server, and then they had the opportunity to actually have cPanel directly from us and and from there buy extra bandwidth, extra IPs, and then, of course, backup. And then we offered backup. So that client that came in on a $150 server was uh, probably about a $400 customer a month. Yeah, and and then lifetime, that's reoccurring. So the lifetime value... Reoccurring, monthly. Yeah, the lifetime value of that customer is huge. Exactly right. And that's how I built most of my marketing campaigns. Um, around is the, the lifetime value of the customer. Yes, some clients uh, might have cost me 400 to $500 worth just to bring in, right, worth of actual advertising dollars. But once they were there, I would make that money back in six months. And, and from there, uh, people don't normally move servers. As you know, um, it, probably in the cloud now, it's a little easier to move servers around. But um, uh, back then, moving a server is a big thing and um, a lot of bandwidth and a lot of time. And uh, you have to ha- have a good experience to move a server away from a provider, etc. But then again, no one wanted to move, move away. I think I didn't have one client that, that – I think I had one client uh, – every two or three years that moved away because they wanted to go for a cheaper option. So I was a good retainer. So I could guess exactly how much money I was going to earn that year and how much money I should spend on marketing. Very good. And that brings us into our next topic is the new platform that I've changed. Uh, for those... The affiliate system, right? You, yeah. You were talking to, to me all weekend about this and how excited you are and how many um, things you're doing with it. And, and uh, yeah, okay. 
Come on. Yeah. Uh, so basically, uh, everyone knows that ClickBank is on the downslide. And what I mean by the downslide, the transaction growth has hit the peak and now it's sliding backwards. The amount of volume that ClickBank's doing, the amount of affiliates and the amount of new products being launched in ClickBank is diminishing uh, compared to last year. And it's and I, I forecast that it'll keep going down unless ClickBank makes some serious uh, changes. Now, about 18 months, two years ago, ClickBank had a system where you could collect email addresses. And what I mean by collect email addresses is that if you promoted a product, you would get the person's name and email address if they brought through your affiliate link. ClickBank turned around and stopped that. And that created a marketplace for a new platform. And this new platform that I'm using is called jvzoo.com. JVZoo. How do you spell that, Mars? JVZoo, as in zoo.com. Okay, perfect. I'm writing that down, you know, semi-literate um, ESL over here. Yeah, so basically this is very similar to ClickBank. Uh, it has a marketplace, you can be affiliate, you can be a seller. Now the thing that I love about this uh, affiliate marketplace is two things. One is you get your email address and name, which ClickBank no longer do. And the other brilliant thing that they've done is that I can upload a bonus piece of software or a bonus item into the into the system. So when the person collects their product through my affiliate link, they automatically get my bonus. So you get the information out of uh, your sale, but you also get the automation delivery and it's growing. The marketplace is huge. So I don't know if you've, have you heard of Warrior Forum? I have, yes. Yep. Has everyone else? Has everyone else? Yeah, What's the Warrior Forum? Let's explain to anyone who uh, does not know what the Warrior Forum is. It is a huge uh internet marketing forum it has a marketplace in the forum mm -hmm. and you can obviously sell your um, products in there now yeah, for a have, very very cheap price they normally want yeah that's right so it's under usually under 20 27 bucks they're all under 27 bucks I've never seen them over 27 bucks and the ups they do have upsells obviously once you go in but um, they, they have their own uh, platform called WS Pro but this JVZoo, if you notice in Warrior Forum now that you'll see a lot of people are starting to use JVZoo. I mean, you can use ClickBank with uh, Warrior Special Offers, but you'll see the increase in growth in uh, JVZoo products as well. And I'm seeing it a lot in um, email marketing, in the email marketing sense. And I'm also seeing it um, on uh, article marketing as well. I'm seeing it growing up in there as well so it's yeah it's very expanding it's um if you're an affiliate i would highly recommend that you take a look the only difference between jvzoo and clickbank uh for to get approval for uh affiliate sales is that there is an approval process so you can't just go in like clickbank and start promoting something the um seller has to approve it which is good because you want to make sure that people are aligned um, I did a quick email uh, over the last weekend, not the weekend that we were at this uh, conference, the weekend before, and it was a small email. I sent it out to a couple of hundred people. I basically made a little bit over 200 bucks for selling a 9 or $8 product, and that mm -hmm. commission went straight into my PayPal. St straight in, no delay. 
I think there might have been about a 12-hour delay, but it was a hell of a lot quicker than waiting the 30 days with ClickBank and then waiting for the check and all that sort of stuff. And there's no minimum payment either, so you just earn on the transaction as it goes. So that's a, that's cash in 12 hours in your pocket. That's yeah, that's very... right. And, and, and if someone held a gun to my head and said, what's the quickest way to make money online, this would be it because uh, obviously ClickBank, you've got delays. If, you want to, if you're a newbie and you're starting out and I was, well, let's just say I had nothing and I was starting out today, this is the system I would use to uh, generate cash. Okay, so um, what's the domain again? jvzoo.com. JVZoo.com. So uh, if you're affiliate or you're thinking about affiliate uh, marketing, um, if you want to get online and or you, or you have a website and um, you're not sure how to monetize that website depending on your niche, it's always good um, to see if, if you can sell someone else's product with um, either the emailing list you have or just align some of your articles that you're writing about your niche with the product. And you can always have that as a little income on the side. You can always recommend a product after after your articles. I mean, if you have a user base and uh, visit visitors to your website, it's always good to offer something. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, definitely. And you can always offer bonuses as well. So mm-hmm. you can like if you like if you're making what I find is a lot of people have have got you know articles or. A mini product in the making and it's not a full product but you could offer it as a bonus to a, a fuller product that's already out there and I find that's the best way to sort of get into the market and then you can realize um, you know a better and bigger product later on in the in the future but you can really look at the market and build your list by doing that mm-hmm. so uh, um, basically offering a bonus on someone else's product which is very old school which been this has been around for what uh, five or six years um, oh, longer this little strategy of putting someone else's product put do a webinar even about the product is that correct you can do a webinar about the product and how to use it let's say and then bring it into um, yeah and, and make money and offer offer at the end of the webinar yeah that's it and um, yeah that's the way you want to do it um, I'm just looking at the comparison between JVZoo and all the others and um, the thing that really stands out to me is that you get the customer data and it's really important because you're sending your leads to someone else and you want to know what they've purchased so you can either upsell them something or offer a bonus and that's pretty important. Uh, You don't get that sort of information uh, with ClickBank or or any of the other larger ones. Uh, so, so what you're ba- basically saying is you actually get the customer list of um, of sales too. Yeah, that's right. Uh, absolutely right, and it automatically goes into your autoresponder. Oh, and that's awesome. And I believe ClickBank did that uh, a few years ago. Am yeah. I mistaken? Yeah, they did. And uh, they what they would do is send you an email with the, or you could have it connected into their what they call. It's very similar to the PayPal IPN. Yep. And it was a callback script, so it would send the data to your database I had a database that would do that and um, basically um, you could use it to deliver bonuses uh, based on the receipt number so I could go send the user an email saying here's your receipt number um, log into this website to pick up your bonus uh, but what happened uh, about two years ago is they stopped sending the email address to the uh, database so you get the receipt number 
but it was really hard to tell what person bought. Yep, so they got greedy on um, on spreading the love of email addresses of people that bought your product. Yeah, so the workaround for what I did was I sent an email to my list saying, if you buy this product, you need to put your receipt at this page and your email address, and it couldn't verify. So that was the workaround back then. Yeah, but it couldn't couldn't work it well that's the workaround right at the moment but it couldn't work out whether you were a valid customer or not it would look at the receipt and see yep that's a valid receipt so i could put my email address i could put your email address it doesn't matter once you put the receipt in it as long as the receipt was valid it would work and that's the um, system i used and i found uh, no one really frauded it but it was just it, you don't want to create um, more work for your customer you want them to automatically get it and um JVZoo does that. You can automatically deliver your goods when they order. Once they um, download their other stuff, there's a little bonus section that they can see your uh, files and you can download it. And that's just a much, much better way to do things. Awesome. Uh, With that said, of JVZoom getting easier for affiliate marketing, um, is there still a massive market for affiliates? Like if you're going to make a product, would you take your product to JVZoom? Definitely, definitely. I, I, I'm, what I'm recommending is, and this is what I'm doing myself, is all the products that I had in ClickBank are now moving over to JVZoo. So as a seller, I'm moving over to JVZoo. I haven't, I'm not an expert in promoting products in JVZoo yet, and this is where I'm going to learn a lot more about this system. The first step for me is always try the affiliate because I want to know what the other side of the coin's like. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, basically it's, it's no different from using ClickBank. The only difference is that you have to approve the people, and um, everyone that all the sellers I've dealt with, they've all, 99% of them have, have approved me within a within a day. Within a day, so it's a pretty active market, even for on the seller's standpoint for for affiliates. Yeah, definitely, and it's growing, and that's the important thing that it's growing. I know it's new and it's probably smaller than ClickBank. But it's definitely growing and they're into marketplaces and they've got features that you just, none of the other providers have ever thought out, thought of. You know, like W9s for Americans, mm-hmm. all that's built in. So um, it's got integration with Aweber and GetResponse, so it automatically drops into your list. Uh, if you use those autoresponders, you can do custom scripts as well to... Um, go into custom systems so yeah nice and, and you can do secure di- digital um, delivery to people so like your bonus is secure it's like part of the transaction when they're buying uh, they get the download from there so no one can just hack in and steal your bonus that is awesome so um, when you're done moving your products over how about you can help me uh, move my products over yeah, definitely. And um, we'll uh, maybe we'll have an instructional video. Actually, how about we put up an instructional video or run a little webinar once we get get the hang of uh, JV Zoo, yeah. and um, show everyone everyone that visits our website how to do it themselves. Yeah. So in in the future episodes of Real ROI, I'm hoping to get Sam Stevens on. He invented uh, a software called DLGuard. It's the uh, e-commerce platform I use, the scripting for securing all my products. And it now supports JVZoo. It's just had a recent update. And um, I've been emailing him. And uh, hopefully we'll get him on the show and we'll we'll go through his software because that's the software I use to um, sell. 
and, and that also and that's also used for membership sites. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. It does uh, WordPress, a- any type of membership site. But the beauty of this software is you can time delay uh, and also protect uh, links. And what I mean by that is like uh, there's only so many IP or internet addresses that can access this particular download and it checks to make sure that they've downloaded and that sort of thing and it manages all that sort of stuff for you. Awesome. So it basically, and it's easy to use, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, the hardest part is getting it set up. Uh, I can definitely help people out with that. I've set up hundreds of uh, copies of this script for customers. And the beauty of this script is I think it's about a hundred and something dollars and you get two copies. So you can run one copy on one domain and one copy on another. Um, and and the way I run it is I have a generic e-commerce site and then I have a Pacific e- e-commerce site. And what I mean by Pacific, I, like productname.com and then I'd have something like um, e-commerce store.com and then I just have you know the PLR stuff uh, registered in my um, generic store and then just the one product or the, and a couple of cells in the other so yeah okay so with what you said you mentioned a few interesting things right 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 there let's explain to our listeners PLR and what you're doing and with that little strategy you just mentioned there it, it could be over the head of some people I mean in the sense of a strategy they've never heard of before so let's just go back and explain a little bit about PLR and uh, what you meant uh, so PLR is product oh, I forget what, I always forget what the L's for uh, um, product license hang on yeah, let product, me ask Google it's product license rights what is rights. PLR yeah product license rights and what that means awesome. is you can sell, you can buy a license to someone's product to sell it. So if I wanted to sell Coke, for example, I could buy a license to sell Coke. I think uh, that's illegal, Miles. Uh, as in Coca-Cola, the drink. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I'm not talking about those Greek sweets we ate on the weekend. <laughs> They're covered in sugar. They were good, those Greek sweets. No, uh, they, they're probably just as addictive as Coke, too. That's right. I'm coming on a massive downer after those. <laughs> Anyway, so the idea of PLR is you buy different products. So it might be a WordPress plugin, it might be a application, it could be anything. And what that means is that you've got private rights to sell it, and you can sell it and keep the hundred percent of the profit. The only usual terms and conditions are that you have to sell it at a minimum price point, and you can re- relabel it, re- rebadge it, relook it. Um, but it's a great way to start a base product. So if you've never invented a product before, I highly recommend you go out and um, have a look at PLR in your particular niche. So don't just get PLR for the sake of getting PLR. Get PLR that relates to whatever you're doing. And yeah, it's a great way to uh, add additional income streams, but it's also a great way you can use some of that content to be in blog posts, and that so just make sure that you check the PLR agreement before you start doing that but a lot of the PLR stuff out there will let you do that awesome so that's that's PLR I I have used PLR as um, as entry points to some of my uh, niches I've worked in Um, as when I say entry point is basically PLR that I can give out for free then once people are in my list I upsell them from there I'll take them um, for an amazing journey of information yeah, and that and that's what it's all about. I mean, obviously, you're a lot of people are busy and don't have enough time to make products. If you get hold of PLR, you can actually get the start of a product, um, and you know, build on it to where you want it to be, 
and it's a lot quicker and you can be quicker in the market than your competition by doing such things. Okay. Um, and as we always say, we would love your comments and opinions. Uh, please don't forget to go to realroi.pro and leave a, a voice message for us or uh, a comment in the, under the, this uh, podcast blog post. If you're in iTunes, you can always leave us a comment, good or bad. As I always say, we're pretty powerful and strong, so we'll hunt you down. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Basically, we um, we accept all our feedback and um, we'd love to hear from you. It's simple as that. So what what we want to do is just uh, what I want to do now is basically have our uh, our rant session. If we have any rants, just ask Miles if he has any rants. Yeah, we had an awesome time over the weekend and I guess the biggest uh, thing for me and, and the biggest, um, I guess, the rant is that mobile's the way to go and if you're not doing mobile by now, there's something very wrong with you. Uh, I know I'm using it for SMS. I have got a lot of my websites mobile enabled and um, would highly recommend anyone else that if you're not in the mobile space, get in there now before it's too late. Cool. So that was a bit of a, a rant and a tip together, right? That's right. That's right. Awesome. Um, my little rant is from uh, this um, uh, last week's event. Actually, I should say that last week's event. It was a couple of days ago now. Um, it, it's sad to see some people at these events constantly and um, uh, keep getting up and buying and buying product and buying product. Uh, I mean, we've uh, we've been to a few events and when guests at the back, just watching everyone. You know, everyone sometimes is a bit of a tribe. Uh, see, if one person gets up, everyone gets up and try try to go buy something. And um, I just wonder how many people actually do anything with this information they're gaining. Uh, it's 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 scary to um, it's scary to know some people in that room that I've seen probably maybe a couple of years ago. It's still at the same point of, I guess, uh, trying to make some money on the internet or trying to boost their business. Uh, I'm just thinking um, a lot of these people are, are probably spending up to $100,000 for these events uh, over the years. And yes, knowledge, it's not bad paying for knowledge and it's very important to pay for information. I know uh, we've had mentors, we've had coaches, we've um, we've bought some expensive products uh, ourselves, Mom. So uh, we know what it means to spend, but the importance of reading, going through, understanding and implementing that important word, implement what you're learning and not just go for the next silver bullet. That, that's my rant and I guess rant and tip. Uh, maybe we should get a name for it. We'll call it rant tip or something. <laughs> for next week, the rant tip, okay? The rant tip. Okay. Say it fast enough, it'll probably come up with a cool word. Rant tip, rant tip. Okay, cool. We'll use that one. Rant it. Righto. Yeah, yeah I, I'm 100% with you. Um, if you're going to buy something, make sure that... Uh, there's three things that I look at when I buy something. And the event, when we looked at the products and stuff and services and the coaching that they were offering, there's three things that you need to look at. Obviously, the price, whether you can afford it. And the second thing I look at is how quickly would I become cash flow positive? So you make the investment how quickly... Uh, the third thing is the investment time, and this is where a lot of people fall over. Um, I don't know about you, Phil, but I've uh, going to 
going to, going to the event. I guess the th three things that I look at when I buy a product is, uh, number one, can I afford it? Number two, how quickly will I make the return on my investment? And number three, the most important is how much time and how much commitment does this thing uh, require from me? And this is where um, I think a lot of product owners don't really relay that to their uh, audience and people get caught up. Um, if I said to you that I could make you a million bucks but you've got to spend 80 hours a week uh, doing this, this and this and um, you'll need this and you'll need this and you'll need this and you'll, you know, it might cost you another 50 or so grand to get all these things together as well as whatever you're paying for the consulting or the coaching. So be very wary about and ask the question I would I mean if you're really confident and you really trust the person ask the question of the person that's speaking is what else do I need exactly and, and we know a few coaches and a, um, a few people that are selling different sort of courses to people and um, um, uh, honestly some are what I call the smiling assassin to be honest so just because a, a lot of people I think fall for the trap of um, people Wanting to be like the mentor, yeah. And don't try and be like the mentor. Yeah, the product's not going to make you like the mentor. It, it's, exactly. It's it's only going to give you a return if you follow the steps like the mentor has done. Um, but if you don't follow the steps and you just buy it and it's all too hard for you, then you're not going to get anywhere. Exactly. And one of the actual things you should ask the person selling you the product is how often do they use it and if it's re if they recently use it because there's some people that have been selling the same thing for 10 years that um, they actually do it anymore and uh, are guessing that it's actually working because people are still buying it. and some are making money but uh, a lot uh, probably aren't yeah and that that's a really important thing uh, and if yeah if they're not doing them themselves then you shouldn't really buy it like if if you can prove it or if you know that they're not doing it that way then definitely don't buy yeah and sometimes uh testimonials when you look at testimonials and events yeah it could have been uh yeah i made blah 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 blah, blah. especially those uh, testimonials at boot camps when people say i made this much money and this much money and blah 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 or the piece oh, i love this guy because i've learned this and this and this uh, they're normally grabbing the people when they're just about to buy the product and when they've learned a little bit so they're just excited it's not to it, it's not exactly a testimonial saying hey i just made millions because of this and only this uh, a lot of people uh, uh, have their own businesses already that they can implement a little bit and make a lot of money so most important and my ultimate tip when you're at an event how do you know you're about to get sold miles i think i taught you this on the weekend yeah the aircon drops yep and so that means it gets really really cold so you're very very awake to be responsive with the upsell yeah, and I noticed that uh, we had a person behind us snoring. Yeah, that was awesome. And she was snoring. Uh, we won't mention who was talking at the time. She was snoring, but um, I found the um, snoring lady more, more, uh, more interesting than the person talking at the time. Yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> All right. Well, that's our real ROI for another week. And uh, what are we going to bring next week, Phil? We've been uh, playing around with a quite a few things. What, what do you think we should bring? Should we bring some mobility, mobile? Let's talk yep. about mobile. Bring, bring a, uh, I'm going to bring a bit, something about um, mobile ads, actually, okay. and um, discuss how you can, the quickest way to make your site mobile and uh, actual way to make your site mobile in real life, not trying to sell your product. And uh, I'm, I'm talking about making your site mobile for your customers specific, for your industry. Yeah, awesome. 
Um, I guess I can uh, talk about SMS and what I'm using SMS for and what you can use SMS for. I noticed that the top two sites are using SMS, Facebook and Google. Mm-hmm. And I will talk to you a little bit about how they're using it and what are they using it for, but what they'll probably use it for in the future and leverage that information. Awesome. Okay, so that's another episode of Rural ROI. Um, please don't forget to go to our, our website and leave your comments. And please don't forget to tell your friends about us and how uh, good we sound. Well, yeah, <laughs> just that, that's what we think anyway, even though I hate the sound of my voice. See you guys later. Right. From me and Miles. I'll see you later, Phil. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Real ROI. For more information and transcripts of the show, visit the podcast website at www.realroi.pro.